My name's Justin. And I'm Labry. And this is the Better Together Podcast. Believe it or not, that's not the first time that we've done that tonight. <laughs> it took a try this time. Hey, it's an adventure every time. It's always an adventure in this family, <laughs> which used to be one of our kind of like things yeah. that we used to do back in the day. But before we get into anything in the podcast today, mm-hmm. I have to get something off my chest. Oh, no. I was wrong last week. Oh. This is the 10th episode. Meaning that now we have done 30 total podcast Mm -hmm. episodes through this podcast feed, I guess you would call it. Okay. Between the More God Less Me podcast, the God Notes podcast, and this, the Better Together podcast. Mm -hmm. Now we have done it. I said that last week. You already knew that was the case because I realized it right after we finished recording. But I'm happy that you are man enough to take... um, Take it on the chin and say, hey, I was wrong. Well, it's not as big of a step as you'd think because... Anybody who was listening to the podcast saw that it said episode nine and then heard me claiming that it was episode 10. So they I know, already but you could have just glossed over I mean, it and not said, said anything. But then I wouldn't have had an easy intro for the podcast. True. So now we had something to talk about. I feel better. I got it off my chest. <laughs> I don't have to hide <laughs> such a thing anymore. Confession is good for the soul. Amen. <laughs> well, I do have a few things that I would like to talk about this week. Well, you know, you say I... You know, monopolize the time on the show, so. Which you do. But I do want to start off and say, I am now in my granny stage of life. Like, I'm an old woman because I want to embroider. So I want to learn how to crochet. I bake from scratch. I'm basically a granny. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just accept it. And to all of you women out there who are not yet grannies but are in your granny stage of life, doing all the granny things. It's fun, ain't it? This I guess, is a blast. Like, anybody who listens to this podcast and doesn't know you would be like, oh, okay. But otherwise, like anybody that we We're know. We're a young married couple. Well, yeah, first of all, these people can't even see us. You could be <laughs> 60. They don't know. Yeah. But the other side of that is that. I'm barely in my 30s. But the other side of that is like anybody who knows you is like, yeah. Yeah, you you just are. And when were you not? Hey, listen, I may have always been the mom of the group, but like I grew up some more. Now I'm in the gr- I'm the granny of the group. <laughs> it I is what always, it is. I've always fully admitted for my entire <laughs> life that I'm much older than my my birth date would suggest. Yes, and I mean it played into our attraction to each other because you did not act as one your age would. Yeah. Because most others your age. Most others our age. You act like we're 10 years apart. (laughs) You know, those two years can. Oh, man, it's crazy. (laughs) They can feel like an eternity. 92 to 94, you just wouldn't understand the things that I saw, Justin. (laughs) Those were some crazy formative (laughs) years that you just don't have. Stop making fun of me. You're rude. That's the whole point of this podcast. <laughs> this is what people tune in for. If I'm just sitting here not doing anything, then it's like... Uh, at, it's also... It's all in jest. It, well, yes, of course. But <laughs> it's late. Yes. It's a Thursday, which is Daddy Sunday. Mm-hmm. So you are exhausted. So now I'm just tired. So it's going to be even more, you know, off than normal. <laughs> but um, so in this granny stage of life that I'm now embracing... Uh, I went to the library and Barry. <laughs> that's a, that's where the berries lie. 
It's where they get ready to go to sleep at night. The library. Leave me alone. Or it's where you bury your lies. Did you have some lies to bury? No. That's how our kid says it. <laughs> He'll say, we're going to go to the library. Listen. It's like, son, I, where, where did you pick this we're up We're southern. <laughs> don't make fun of me and my flyers, okay? <laughs> Just. But typically, you don't talk that way until it's late. It's late today, so obviously that's your pass or whatever. So for let it lie and let me go on. But that's your pass for saying library. But he just says it like that, and he says it because I say it. But you don't say it like that every time you talk about going to the library. I don't know. I feel like I might. Classy. <laughs> Anyways, so I we went there today. So I saw a squirrel. Early. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Oh. <laughs> Anywho. We went, and there was a um, a group that showed up, a knitting circle. I was so excited. I'm like, I need to go over there. I need to make friends with these people and join their group and pick up a new hobby. This would be wonderful. I didn't because I had our son there, and he was having a great time, and I didn't want to leave him alone in that area and go check out the other area. Yeah, but, it's not a good idea. You know. it. Yeah, and you said I could, so I I'm picking up crocheting or knitting or something that's the issue with trying to have sarcasm and text messages it doesn't carry right and so she just took that and now i accept it as truth it shall happen well my rule and i don't remember i thought to text this and i don't think i ever did but it's like as long as it's an outreach as long as you're winning granny souls (laughs) hey listen it was a mixed age range and there were even two guys in the group that's just weird to me so it's for everybody. Yeah, but that's not the only group that you saw at the library. No, library. Now you've just messed me up. I, I know. can't even say it right I anymore. Know. But I saw a few ladies from the DAR. You had to explain <laughs> to people who don't watch the Gilmore Girls. You're gonna have to explain like what that is and the significance. Do you remember what it's called? Like, you don't remember what it stands Daughters. for? Daughters. I think it's like Daughters of the American Revolution. Yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they were so cute, little old ladies in their little America outfits. And they had DAR embroidered on their vest. It was so cute. Basically, they it's were, like a, a women's group where they just donate and do good things yeah. in communities is what my understanding is. I don't know that exactly. but That's what we learned from the Gilmore Girls. But it plays a role in that television show. Yes. So I got to see some ladies from a real DAR, and it made my day. Mm-hmm. Besides the knitting group, you know, those two things, big highlight. Um, other thing I did today was try my best to find a place in our town to host a Bible study. What's Nothing funny? Nothing stays open late. No, but what's funny? Which is great, but not. What's great for those people working, <laughs> I guess. But like. You said that was the highlight of your day, and you did get a lead with two people to teach them a Bible study. Oh, yes, there was that. That seems like a far better thing. Yeah, I was totally not expecting that. Well, that's just the way God works. You were sent into the town, unknown what you were going to come out with. Yep, I just, and I don't know, we left the library, and I was like, I just don't feel like going home yet. Let's pop in these doors and see. Lo and behold, I'm asking if anyone knows of a place that's open later and of the week on the weekends, something to where we could host a Bible study somewhere without paying an arm and a leg. Um, and 
the first lady I asked was like, actually, like, I, I don't know where you could have one, but my friend and I were wanting to find someone to teach us a Bible study. I was like, well, we would love to do that. Here's my info. Mm-hmm. Let me know. Part of that that's interesting is there's, well, I guess I need to clarify some things mm-hmm. that I'm not in my right head. So we want to teach a Bible study, and mm-hmm. you'd think, like, well, why can't you teach a Bible study at your church? Our church is in another town over, and our denomination does not have a work mm-hmm. or our group of, they don't like to use the term denomination. And yeah. I know that sounds rude. I don't have a better description. Yeah. Our belief system, I don't know. <laughs> but we're apostolic. There's not a apostolic work in our city. Yeah. We would like to be a hand in starting that. Mm-hmm. It starts with teaching Bible studies. And so there's not a church affiliated with us to teach yeah. that at. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about inner church relationships, all the denominations don't really want other you denominations teaching in there your beliefs to people they want to teach their beliefs even though even if they're not doing the work in the city yeah right even if they just exist but so all that is to say is that for us there's not a local church in our city that we could teach the bible Mm -hmm. study at at least that we know of maybe there is a church that's just like super open doors but we've yet to find that might have to make a few phone calls and just see what happens and have a lot of doors shut yeah before god shows you the one that's supposed to be open but uh yeah, so that we don't have the ability, because our church is a town over. It's, mm-hmm. you know, 30 minutes plus. Yeah. You, depending on where you live in our city, it could yeah. be even longer than that to get there. And so that's why we want to start to work here is because a lot of people don't want to drive that far. Mm-hmm. And we want to teach Bible studies, but we're trying to find a place where you can do like a group Bible study. Yeah. Now, with the two individuals that you met, even if we don't have a place particularly, mm-hmm. like two people, yeah, you just go to the coffee shop. Yeah, that's no big thing. But if you get a group of any size like you're gonna we're gonna need a little space yeah you go to a coffee shop you can teach somebody a couple and i mean we're just i'm just gonna lay out all my you know, things on this episode of the podcast but i would love to feel comfortable enough to just do it in in our house mm-hmm. but then there's still that twinge of the world that we live in it's like not that i don't trust god yeah i trust god in all things but I don't trust people in all things. Exactly. And so it's like, do you really want to invite people that you that you don't know? Yeah. Now, people that we know, like even in our neighborhood mm-hmm. here, like most of these people, we know well enough that's like, you know, you live right next to me. Yeah. So I would have you in my home and teach you a Bible study or if we develop a relationship. But even the people you met, to, or the well, the woman you met today yeah. who had a friend that also is interested in, mm-hmm. in a Bible study, the that's not somebody you know well enough to be like, yeah, come to my house. Yeah. And even on the outsider part of this, they may not feel comfortable coming into a stranger's home. Cause I mean, I know that I probably wouldn't want to show up at a stranger's home. Hey, do you want to come to my house for a Bible study? Uh, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. So meeting in a public place, um, or just a place out in, town you know whatever but it's getting cold now so we can't like just meet outside that would have been wonderful if we got on this when we live a in a place with actual weather yeah like if you lived in california i mean and especially with the kind of parks that we have around here it would be no problem if you lived in socal and like it's 75 every day and mm-hmm. sunny or whatever but we live in a place where it rains it snows mm-hmm. it gets hot it gets cold we only have a short amount of time with decent weather and this all happens in a week 
Yes, <laughs> exactly. And so there's not decent enough weather. There's tons of pavilions, but yeah. it's not sustainable exactly. to set up in a place like that and continually teach. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what God's going to lead us in. We're just going to keep listening and keep following and keep yeah. praying. But that's the thing that, like, I think a lot of people think of Bible studies in the sense of, and I think that's what some of the people you talk to mm-hmm. were kind of thinking is like one-on-one things, yeah. which is great. And it's definitely something that we also want to be mm-hmm. involved in. But in order to start moving and to give people an option here of something to attend regularly, then you need that group setting. Mm -hmm. And so it's finding a place to have a group. Yeah. And I did mention to a couple's like a couple people like, you know, the hope is to eventually, you know, do something here. But we want to start with teaching a Bible study and they're like, Well, what kind of study and stuff? So I got to have that conversation Mm -hmm. too. Um and I mean it was a really great day. Like, yeah. this was a fantastic day overall. Like, not even overall, just it is. Like, well, God's been doing great things in general, mm-hmm. and that's just one more example. I and mean, we can get into, like, the short stuff that we've experienced recently, which just doesn't make sense yeah. to me. I'm still, you know, blown away by w- what's hitting on the Internet. But when you do the things of God and when you're walking in that path, it is a great day. Like, I mean, I'm tired. We're doing this podcast Honestly, when we're talking about a little bit of nothingness at the beginning, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, da, 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 da. but then we get into this stuff and you get excited because yeah. it's enjoyable, it's fun, it's about God. And when things are God-centered and God-focused, it just makes everything better. And yeah. I know people like that aren't Christians have a hard time understanding that, but it's kind of that joy unspeakable thing or that well of living water. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the well, when the way to pump the well of living water is to do the things for God. Yeah. Because if you're doing things for yourself, it's like you're not pumping that mm-hmm. well. But if you start pumping the well by working, by just trying. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I you got think told about- a lot of no's today. Like, no, sorry, I don't know anywhere. All this stuff. But I had great conversations. Yeah. You got, you got to talk to people and bridge a gap about God. You got two people who said, you know, I actually have been wanting to go to a Bible study. Mm-hmm. Which, so we have friends who are even more towns over yeah that have also done a similar thing and they were like yeah we just posted on our facebook group on our our, on the community page hey is anybody interested in a bible study and people came and i'm like i just we're conditioned to believe that nobody in this world wants to know more about god but then you proved it today and they've proved it by the work that they've done that people want a Bible study. I don't know. I'm not on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm old. We've already talked about this. <laughs> I'm actually old. You're like pseudo old. It's like, it's cool to be old. I'm just old. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm putting out content because I love the Lord. <laughs> but I'm not even the one putting it out there. That's what you're doing, right? So, but what I'm saying is, I'm not on the social media. So, I don't know what people do on these community pages. Mm-hmm. But it just seems to me that if somebody goes to a small town, and a very, I mean, small their population is what? I think 5,000? I don't know. Is what I told you? Because we're about 10 or 15. Yeah, yeah. They're five. We're, we're, we're 15. 10. We're 15. And then this, where our church is is 30, I think yeah. is what it was. So we would, yeah. And they go to a place that's got a population of 5,000 people, which is a good amount of people. But mm-hmm. still, they go on Facebook. We're also in the Bible Belt. But they go on Facebook, and there are people who are like, yeah, I actually do want a Bible study. So what I can't figure out is our one do other people teach Bible studies besides calling their Wednesday night service Bible study yeah. or their Sunday morning service Bible study? And two, are people advertising this? 
Yeah, I don't think they are. Like, because if it's so easy to post on Facebook, to both of those. if it's if it's so e- yeah, mm-hmm. if it's so I our church has started to really push Bible studies, yeah. which I think is great. I think we had thirty three Bible studies last week. That or thirty six. Thirty six is in my head, so I don't know. I don't know, but we had somewhere in the range of thirty Bible studies, mm-hmm. last week, which is awesome. Yeah, and there's over two hundred since August. Yeah, so like people are doing the work in our church, but it doesn't seem like people are teaching Bible studies. In other places. And a lot of people try to, you know, you might try to do that in person. Like you, mm-hmm. you just, God led you to where you needed to go, yeah. honestly. Honestly. But at the same time, like if you go on Facebook, that's such a wider reach. That's mm-hmm. such a wider, especially in a community page. You yeah. don't know what people are thinking, what people are going through. And like I was saying, we are conditioned to believe that nobody wants to hear about God. But then things prove the exact mm-hmm. opposite. Pretty much any conversation we've ever had with someone out in our community has brought up God. And not by us. Mm-hmm. Like, we get there, but we we try to, we show God through our actions and everything. Well, and we try not to force things on people. I don't know how to better say that. Well, but, I think what it is, is like, we look for a way to bring it up naturally. Yes. Because, I mean, obviously, when you're going through a conversation, it's like, oh, is that your son? Yeah. So let me tell you about Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, like, that doesn't work. But, like, even this last weekend, mm-hmm. we went to a fort that's near us. Yeah. It's a state park. And there was another uh, family there. It was yeah. a woman, her friend, and her child. And our sons hit it off. Mm-hmm. And we start talking to her. And then all of a sudden, she starts talking about, like, Christian schools. Yeah. That, like, her kid had been in and things like that. It's like, all right. Well, here's our in. We exactly. at least know, mm-hmm. you know. And there was a whole bunch of other circumstances in that, that we don't know, like that that came up through the conversation yeah. that even gave more pathways. And God's going to give you the pathway exactly. in to the conversation. A lot of times, you just have to take it. Mm-hmm. That's what we struggle with. Yeah, is taking the path that God offers us. But as you live. come up to the why, mm-hmm. you know, and you can say you have the option to bridge that path towards Jesus. Or to take the easy route and to just like let it go by and not talk about anything. Yeah. Just talk about the weather or whatever. Which I'm not saying I've not done. I've failed in that same way. But but in that you have to know your struggle and know what you need to work on. Mm-hmm. And that's through this whole process has taught us that. In figuring out, okay, well, this is where I'm struggling but it's a really necessary part of everything in life, really. So, everything. What are reaching. we struggling with? That's what I was trying to figure out. What you meant? Communicating with people. Basically. Well, I think, like, yeah, just and doing the, the outreach, following the open path, doing what you know you should do. Yes. Yeah. And everyone has that struggle, but we we're finding more open doors. As we go through, and we're taking them. And the people who don't seem to struggle that way, the people who seem like they're sharing Jesus with the person at the checkout counter mm-hmm. at the grocery store, the only reason that they don't seem like they had that struggle is because they've overcome the struggle already. Yes. Mm-hmm. We often just look at people and think that, oh, that's just how they were, and we don't think about the fact that they had to work towards yeah. that. Even the we're reading uh, John Maxwell's book right now. That's what our communication class, mm-hmm. we've mentioned it on this podcast before. But he even talks about, he's supposed, you know, he's a communication, a leadership guru, basically, yeah. a teacher. That's what, His whole life, his whole career has mm-hmm. been dedicated to teaching people leadership and teaching people how to communicate. And he gives these inspiring grand speeches and mm-hmm. writes great books. But he's very clear 
throughout it that this is not where I started. Yeah. I failed a lot. If you're listening to this, the 30th <laughs> episode of this podcast, and it seems like we're in a good flow, first of all, in my head, when we create these things, like right now, I'm still like, man, we are all over the place. <laughs> but we've also been working at it. Mm-hmm. We've been, like, we haven't listened to too many episodes of this podcast because I don't know if we could take it. I don't know how you can take it. Yeah. But we've listened back to things and we've tried to improve our communication skills mm-hmm. and com- improve the subjects and the topics that we're talking about. And, and really, to prepare. Well, yeah, we need to. I think restructure this this whole podcast a little bit, mm-hmm. but because of the passion thing, because like right now we're in a passionate subject, and we didn't have notes or anything, mm-hmm. but it's something that you really care about, yeah. and so it's a lot more. You're a lot more enthused with it. To go back to what originally spawned all of this, it's just shocking how hard it is to find a community space. Oh my goodness! In this city. Wow, there is not one. Yeah. Like, not. Because you would think that, like, I don't even know if we have a community center. We don't. You Googled that, I guess? Yep. Because I have never thought about it before. Like, I know mm-hmm. there's, like, the swimming place. And, like, yeah. there's things that call themselves a center or rec center. Yeah. But, but they're recreation centers. They're not a true community center. Like, there's that one place back where you used to live where you can have parties and things and stuff at where he had his graduation yeah there's other stuff there's recreation stuff there but they have that hall but and it's a cheap fee to rent the room yeah well they're open if the lord blesses us and the lord wills and we are able to do a work here lord willing and the creek don't rise yes if we're able to do that work here and we have a building we have all these things i don't know of any other people doing things like this but i like the idea of having a community space mm-hmm. i was even thinking there's a church up the road from us yep and they have that little building on the back of their parking mm-hmm. lot i would almost build a building like that mm-hmm. and have it keypad access mm-hmm. and basically do like you do like a vrbo thing oh yeah but depending on what you're using it for mm-hmm. would dictate what the fee is yeah because I just think there should be a space that people can go and use and meet together or fellowship mm-hmm. together that's air conditioned. Yes. You know, that's oh. inside, that has just nice stuff for you to use. Mm-hmm. But that is affordable. Now, if you're having like your family's reunion, then you should expect to pay a little bit yeah. more to use a facility like that. But if you're just trying to like, if you want to have a workshop for kids, you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, we're looking for a place where kids can come and like, we're going to build birdhouses. You know, mm-hmm. we want to do something in the community. Have it. Yeah. It's yours. You know, it's free. Like, it's whatever. Like, that's a good thing to support. Like, mm-hmm. if you could support just by offering a space to somebody trying to do a good thing, even, yes, it's, yes, they don't agree. Mm-hmm. They're not in our group. Yeah. But, but, but maybe our kindness by, exactly. might lead them to wondering. Maybe just by being kind and be, offering a helping hand. Mm-hmm. Could be like, you know, what is it about these people? Why are these people different from all these other from people? all the other people who just seem like they're trying to get their money or whatever it is, yeah, right? Or just, or, or only the only reason that they have any interest in us is because they want us in the pew on Sunday. I want them in the pew on Sunday, but I don't want them to think all I care about is having you in attendance because I want you in attendance. Yeah. First of all, I want you in attendance because I want to know that you know God, that you're mm-hmm. experiencing all the blessings you can experience in this life, and that you'll be saved. Exactly. But people 
think get the wrong idea when you think like, oh, we just really want you to come to church. No, I want you to be saved and go to heaven. Yes, but I just want you to be loved, you to yes. be cared for. You so, to experience this yeah, unspeakable joy it's a that very we have. Delicate balance, right? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean you don't invite I'm not saying like, oh well I, I wouldn't invite them to church because I don't want to be bothered. No, I'm gonna invite you to church. Yep. But I also want to offer you things just out of the kindness of my heart, mm-hmm. even if you don't come to the church. Yeah. I I'll give, you know, one thing that there's a lot of churches in my hometown mm-hmm. that do, we've talked about, were the um it's kind of like the lending library or the little free library, but it yeah. was food pantries. Mm-hmm. And it's just a little thing that they had built out in the parking lot, mm-hmm. and they just would put non-perishable food yeah. items in it so that those who don't have the ability to afford such things can come and get food. And that, that speaks volumes yeah. to people. There's a reason that charitable acts are important and why God tells us to do charitable mm-hmm. things in the Bible is not just because you look good or not just for a tax write-off, but because it speaks to the heart of people. They were willing to help me. Yeah. And really, if you think about... They were willing to help me, but they didn't even know they were helping me, specifically. They don't know who I am, what I've done, but they were putting this out there as a help. Yeah, just to be a blessing in the Mm -hmm. The It makes me think of where um, it talks about the end times and separating the goats from the sheep. Mm Mm-hmm. And the sheep are those that, you know, the king in this reference is saying that, you know, when I was sick, when I was broken, when Mm -hmm. I was in prison, you came and visited me. And they're like, when did we see you like that? And he's like, when you did that to the least of these. Mm -hmm. That's how you do that to the least of these. Loving the least of people is loving God. So Mm -hmm. giving freely to whoever you can is just one way of giving back to God still. Exactly. They don't have to be, you don't have to have them, they don't have to be members in your church for you to want to do kind things for Mm -hmm. them. And that just goes to the whole aspect of everything you should be doing in your Christian life. Like, you shouldn't be doing something just for your benefit. Like, you should be thinking of others. Mm-hmm. Should be thinking of how to bless them, how to help them. Yeah. It It's not about you, 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 you. It's just not. Yeah. Or it's not all about your church. Yeah. <laughs> we were trying to hook people up to another uh church across the way because they live in that town yeah they want to be connected to that community which that's the funniest thing about the two people that we might have the opportunity to teach bible study yeah. with is that they live in the where town that our we go to current church. church is <laughs> so she just happens to work here mm-hmm. and she lives there and that's how you met her because she was working in the store that you went yeah. in today and it's like what in the world you know mm-hmm. like we get into this, we're hoping to, you know, do a work here and to, you know, get, you know, help people here. And then the first person that we have that opportunity to teach to is actually from where we've already been going to church. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the first person I talked to. So I'm just taking that as a confirmation from the Lord that we're doing good. Well, that's the thing. And that's the, the still small voice type thing, right? Because mm-hmm. you said that you were like, I felt like I just shouldn't leave downtown yet. Mm -hmm. That's the way that God speaks to people nowadays. Mm -hmm. I wish that it was from a burning bush that didn't burn up. Wouldn't that be great? That would make my life so much easier. I've been Uh. studying a lot about Moses recently. And like, that's what I think every time I look at that. I'm like, God, if you had called me like that. (laughs) But it's kind of like, you know, um, you got Lazarus and the rich man, Lazarus Mm -hmm. in heaven, the rich man's in hell. And he says, if you could just send Lazarus to my brother's, and I believe it's Moses in that case, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That says, uh, 
if they won't believe the law and the prophets, then they're not going to believe him even if he rises from the dead. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes, like Moses needed a lot yeah. of encouragement. He had some serious self-doubt. But if God Can't was, we all relate? Yes. But if for some of us, we didn't have that self-doubt, but we just are questioning that call. But if God made it abundantly blanketed like that, like a bush, we walk outside and our bush is on fire, but it's not actually burning up. And then God's like, hey, you're on holy ground. I'm going to need to take you take your shoes off. Maybe a whole uh, ghost shut down right then and there. Yeah. But it would just be like mind boggling mm -hmm. and you'd be uh, okay lord i'll do whatever you say you yep. wouldn't have to go through all that moses did. yes lord here am i yes yes lord send me <laughs> i will go but i don't know where i was going with any of that oh but the still small voice for a lot of us living today that's the experience that we have is that mm -hmm. still small voice that god is leading us in a direction and it's just like that tug on the heart and it doesn't make sense sometimes and the way that i mean that is like I, you know, I'm going through different Bible studies mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, reading the Bible. And there's mornings where before I start my, you know, daily studies, mm -hmm. I'll sit there and be like, God, I don't know, like, just what do you want me to read? Mm -hmm. And it'll either be like a book that I just read. It's like you just read Philippians yesterday. And God's like, Philippians. <laughs> and you're like, but I just, and you open it and you're reading and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, and then this whole thing, there's your message, you know, or even with the, the living logo study mm -hmm. that I've been doing the other day that, I mean, that's this Moses stuff is yeah. like, you should read this and you start reading it and it's like bonk, bonks you on the head. And it's the best though when it happens, mm -hmm. but that's how God speaks and it doesn't make sense and it feels weird and it's not like you're getting shook. It's not a thousand percent. Yeah. And not to say that God won't overwhelm you in something like that, but mm -hmm. sometimes it's just that little tug. Yep. It's that little hey, you should go do this. Mm -hmm. And then you go do it, and you're like, wow, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Just like, don't leave downtown yet. Go go poke in at some shops. Yeah, you should go talk to some people. And I went into the shop that I was like, oh, I don't really, I didn't really care for this shop last time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but not only was the shop great, not what I remembered. Don't know what shop I was thinking of. But then I got introduced to this lady that was wanting the Bible study with her friend. Yeah. It worked out well. Mm -hmm. God's good. All the time. All the time. God is good. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the one part of God's not dead that I was like, this is really good. I'm going to keep that. It happens every time we say it. Like, it is just a thing. Yeah, and other people don't get it. Yeah. They're like, God is good. I'm like, yeah, all the time. And then they don't say anything else. And you're like, well, I tried. Uh, guess you didn't watch the movie I did. <laughs> <laughs> guess you don't believe in God's not dead. No. <laughs> questionable i'm going to question your salvation goodness if you didn't watch one two three four and five god's still not dead <laughs> are you even a christian uh, so speaking of christian things and all that jazz there is a book that i came upon uh someone shared saying be be warned this is not as it appears do not judge a book by its cover because apparently there is a book out called Conversations with God that's being pushed. And it is not Conversations with God. It is absolutely against what the Bible says. Okay. Um, so the author uh, puts out questions such as, um, 
that are asked by kids and answers them with the voice of God, but it is against the Bible. It's like, uh, let's see, where's one of the questions? I'm living with my boyfriend. My parents say I should marry him because I'm living in sin. Should I marry him? And the reply is, who are you sinning against? Not me because you've done no wrong. And um, another one is, oh gosh. another question asked about God's forgiveness of sin. And it says, I do not forgive anyone because there is, uh, let's see, where, I'm so sorry, y'all. Is it the one by Neil Donald Walsh? I don't. Because that's what I'm seeing on here. I just search Maybe. conversations with God. I don't see the title on this. Um, But basically, it's just giving exact opposite questions of what's in the Bible, answers to what's in the Bible. Like, and it's all questions that are posed from kids. So, and it's directed at kids and it's being pushed in the scholastic fairs. So it's just something to be aware of. Yeah. No, that's bizarre. But I figured we should arm our people. Yeah. No, that's insane. I'm just trying to figure out. More info on this? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's the one is by Neil. So this book's actually as old as I am, but oh. they've put it in scholastic book fairs. Yeah. So if if you ever want to know what God has to say about a subject... Go to the Bible. Yeah. And I'm, and okay, I feel the call to preach. Mm -hmm. I am a teacher of the Word of God. Mm -hmm. I've spent years reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. I've spent years writing about the Bible. Mm -hmm. And now I have spent countless hours yep. speaking about the Bible mm -hmm. in shorts, in the podcast format. Mm -hmm. I've, and I've talked to countless individuals about the Bible. Yep. I consider myself to really know the Bible. Yes. But if you really want to know mm -hmm. what God has to say about a subject, don't come to me. Yeah. Don't go to any preacher. Nope. Go to the Bible. Yes. Now, go to the Bible and people can hate me for this. People can say that I am ignorant or whatever or that I'm going to hell for this statement. But you need to find a Bible that you can understand. Mm -hmm. Not the message translation. It's not a translation. The yeah. message Bible and the person who... who authored that bible says clearly he never called it a translation mm -hmm. it don't like that one's fine if you're you know trying to think about the scripture in a way that you know is a little bit different mm -hmm. but that's not the bible you should be reading every yeah. day but you take the the esv mm -hmm. the nkjv mm -hmm. the nlt mm -hmm. even the niv which people complain about because instead of saying man everywhere sometimes it just says people and I can understand why you might be upset. But that Bible, the NASB even, you look at these Bibles that are just in the common English vernacular, yeah. which is what the King James Bible was written to be in 1611 yeah. when it was authorized by the king, who wasn't a good guy. Yeah. He wasn't a cool dude, okay? And so find a Bible that you can read and that you can understand and mm -hmm. that makes sense to you. And then find out what God is saying for himself. Don't take my word for it. Mm -hmm. Don't take anybody's word for it. We're here to help you. Mm -hmm. But you need to be like the Berean church. And the Berean church is in the book of Acts. I believe it's chapter 17. Mm -hmm. Paul and Silas had just preached in Thessalonica. Mm -hmm. And it didn't go great. Yeah. 
And so the Jews were being crazy, and so they had to leave. Mm-hmm. And the next place they went was Berea. And it says in the Bible that the Berean church was more righteous than those in Thessalonica, and that they didn't just listen to the message of Paul and Silas, but that they spent the nights after hearing Paul and Silas speak on the things of God, searching the scriptures to see if what they said was true. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that many of them believed and were saved because they listened to what Paul and Silas had to say. Mm -hmm. They opened the Bible so they could see it for themselves. That's what we should be doing in church. Our church shouldn't just be like, yes, that guy said it, so it must be true. Or this guy wrote a book, Scholastic is pushing it, so it must be true. No, 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 no. The only way to truly know what God has said is to open the Bible and to read it for yourself. Mm -hmm. That is how you will know what God has said. What was the it that you said the other week? Um, Trust the teacher, but test the... Respect the authority, Mm -hmm. but test the teaching. Yep. And so God, I mean, if if you can go back and listen to the God or the the God Notes podcast or the More God Less Me podcast, both of them have talked about this subject. But to briefly explain it, God gives authority to men, mm-hmm. and God uses those men just like He used Moses, mm-hmm. just like He used Joshua, just like mm-hmm. He used David, mm-hmm. just like He used all these people throughout the Bible. Paul, Peter, God uses these people to edify the church, to build up the church. Yep. But still, you should respect authority in the church because God gives authority in the church. Yes. But you should test the teaching. Mm-hmm. Take everything they say back to the Bible. Take it back to the Bible. When they you If you go to a church and the, and the pastor is preaching and he says things and he never gives a scriptural reference, that's a question mark. Mm-hmm. Red flag. Because... You should be able to hear. The reason that we have a reference Bible now, the Bible wasn't written with chapters and with verses, and everybody's heard that now. It's not you know anything revelatory. But the reason that we have that is so that we can find specific verses. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason that that's important now is because when a preacher is in the pulpit delivering the message, he can say those verses, and then you have the opportunity to open your own Bible yeah. and make sure that what they're saying lines up with the Scripture and not just the verses individually, mm-hmm but in the context of, of the, the passage mm-hmm. that they are speaking in, because the context matters. Yes. But the reason that we respect authority, we don't want to disrespect authority that God has given, because mm-hmm. God has given it for a purpose, and there's things that we may not understand and we may not be able to see about why God chose that person to lead in mm-hmm. the church. But we test the teaching, because the Bible is also very clear that false prophets and false teachers, like this person who wrote this book, uh, conversations with God, this Neil Donald Walsh, mm-hmm. that's a false teacher. Yes. God said that these people would come. That shouldn't sway our faith. It should only strengthen our faith in the fact that 2,000 years ago, when this was all first starting, mm-hmm. God was making sure that his church knew that there would be people who came in wolves wolf's and sheep's clothing mm-hmm. who were going to come and try to lead people away. Yeah. And so God said, this is going to happen. When these things happen, we should have our faith strengthened. Mm-hmm. And we should understand that that's why we test the teaching is so that we can identify false prophets. Mm-hmm. We can identify false teachers because they're not going to teach in in relation to what the Bible says. Yep. Which is exactly what that person said. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, it said, they, like the first example you gave is, well, should I marry my boyfriend because we live together and my parents are saying that I mm-hmm. should marry him because I'm sinning? Well, yeah. who are you sinning against? Well, 
The Bible says that when any time that you sin, you sin against God. Mm -hmm. It's hard to believe that people can live together without having intercourse. Mm -hmm. And if you're having intercourse, that is the sin. Mm -hmm. The Bible makes that abundantly clear. If you are doing that out of wedlock, then you are sinning. Mm -hmm. That's that's pretty much the long and the short yeah. of it. And do you want to tempt the ability to sin? Yeah. But you should just like a question like that has a clear and direct answer within the Bible. Mm -hmm. And, and you can find these things. There were a few other examples in there that were a little bit more. Um, well, like you said something about like, I don't forgive anybody of sins. because yeah. That is not at all what the Bible exactly. teaches. You can turn to First Corinthians 6, mm -hmm. 9 through no, verses 9 through 11. Yeah. That says. Do you not realize that those who are adulterers, fornicators, greedy, idolatrous, mm -hmm. and the list goes on, will not inherit the kingdom of heaven? Yeah. The Bible is so clear. You need to always take anything you hear that's supposed to be about God, about the Bible, about heaven, yeah. about hell even. You need to take it all back to the word of God and make sure that that is accurate. It matches up. Because mm -hmm. if it doesn't, then, like you said, it's a false teaching. And I've heard a lot of people say that they did this, and I've done this. If you want to know truth from the Bible, mm -hmm. God also wants you to know truth yes. from the Bible. And so the Bible says that you should pray for wisdom. The mm -hmm. reason you don't have wisdom is because you don't seek wisdom. Mm -hmm. Asking you shall receive. Yes. Now, I heard somebody, again, get into the whole thing about, like, well, you got to be careful with that because, you know, God will give it to you the hard way. Really? He didn't give me salvation the hard way. I didn't come to Jesus and say, God, I pray you'd forgive me of sins. I pray you'd save me. Things like that. Mm -hmm. And then God was like, well, you're going to have to work for it. Yeah. I'm going to make it difficult. I'm not saying that he can't use life circumstances to teach you the lessons you want to learn. Mm -hmm. But I feel like God can also just impart these things on you yeah. in that moment. And so especially when you're seeking wisdom, God wants his people to be wise. Mm -hmm. And he wants you to know him. Yeah. He wants to be known. So, But... I'm saying, so if you if you are struggling with a certain doctrine, mm -hmm. you should pray, God, help me to understand the truth about, you know, baptism mm -hmm. or the Holy Ghost or sin yeah, and the need for forgiveness of sin and repentance. God, help me to understand that. Pray about it. And then when you have that little tug and it's like, read Philippians mm -hmm. or whatever book that God's calling you to, go read it. Pray as you read it. Really mm -hmm. focus, and God's going to show you things that you may have not seen before. Yes, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, to segue into my last topic. Well, real quick. Oh, okay. I didn't know that we were going to go that direction. I had no idea what topics that you brought. Yeah. Obviously, I knew what you did today, and that that would probably get bridged. But I had no idea about this thing. Mm -hmm. And this was a fun thing for me. Yeah. This is what I like. I like getting things. But definitely... Don't just take what people say about the Bible to be true. And yes. I'm, I love God's word, and I would never want to deceive anybody mm -hmm. with God's word. But I'm not infallible. I'm mm -hmm. not short of making mistakes. I'm not short of maybe misunderstanding something. Mm -hmm. And that's why, and that's the same for any pastor. Yeah. People that are called are simply called. They're still human. They're still individuals. And what you have to understand is that they're still infallible, or fallible people yes infallible. they're still they're still able to mess up yes Let's they're not human use, yes everybody's still human even when you're called to a certain position within the church that doesn't mean that you're not human so you have to understand these people can make mistakes as yeah. well and that's why it's important that you go to the word and if you do have concerns you go up to your 
your preacher mm -hmm. or the teacher or whoever you're talking to or the person online yeah. and you voice that concern. Mm -hmm. And a good non-false teacher is going to be willing to answer your questions with biblically backed up answers. If you went to this guy and you said, hey, can you just show me this in the Bible? He's not going to be able to do it. Exactly. Because it's not in there. Yep. But somebody who's teaching you from the Bible, what they're teaching is in the Bible, and they are going to be willing to show you that from the pages of Scripture. Mm -hmm. Now I'll let you transition smoothly. This perfect segue <laughs> now that I've run what you were going for before. Uh, so we have the one side, someone completely going against God's word and trying to pull people away. The other side, there's been a group that has made a Christian video game to help people learn about the Bible. I don't know exactly what you're speaking about, but I have seen where there is a Christian video game. Like, I can't remember what it was called. It, I can hear the music from yes. your phone. Um, but it, it's just a little trendy audio. It said, oh, gosh. Go back and see what it said. Of course, it's not going to let me. Maybe you should transcribe these things before. I know. We, it would be so easy. It would probably help. Yeah. Um, but make a Bible video game so more people can discover the gospel. So this is on Bible X game Instagram. Hmm. And it's just a neat little. I feel like that's the one that I have saw like a thumbnail for on yeah. YouTube. I've not actually, but that's pretty cool. Yep. We may look at, we don't play video games, but we may look into this. We at least have to know what it's about. We have yeah. to at least do a little more research. <laughs> so. But we got people trying to go against the word of God and people really pushing the word of God. As we prepare to wrap up, which this episode has gone by way faster than you ever expect. It's mind-blowing to me how you can talk for 50 minutes and you're like, whatever. It didn't feel like any time. Welcome to my life. <laughs> oh my goodness, we've been here for four hours? Whoops. But, so, two things that I've, well, two just blessings this week, we can okay. put it that way. One is we started doing the most simple YouTube shorts yeah. possible. And I'm not going to fully explain to you, but basically read Go the Bible the verse. YouTube. But with a neat twist on mm -hmm. reading a bible verse but you can go on youtube you can go on instagram anywhere just search for more god less me yep you'll find us follow us share us like but, comment all yeah, that do fun. all the stuff we <laughs> need to reach this world with the gospel but i i've really felt led to just share bible verses mm -hmm. and i wanted to find a, a unique way to do that and i think that we've done that mm -hmm. but what's crazy is we've not had hardly any traction on youtube i think yeah. our highest thing just like barely broke a hundred mm -hmm. until now and then the last two days that we've been posting these shorts, we broke over 2,000 yesterday I and know. we're already on track to do the same thing today and grown a, a large number of subscribers. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot to a lot of people. But, but we're talking it, from 10 to 40. Yes, over 40 now. What? And But I mean, even the views don't sound like a whole lot. But when you put it in this perspective, you've reached 2,000 people mm -hmm. with the gospel message. Exactly. Now, not the good... With biblical truth, yes. we have reached two, or well, really I think it's like 3,000 people yes. in the last two days. That's insane. Yes. What also is insane is that when you think about that, these shorts are like, let's say a max of 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. But then you look at watch time hours, and it's like 22 hours that people have listened to me read them the Bible. Wow. Now, I know that other people might have crazy numbers, mm -hmm. but that's crazy in its own right. Yeah. You have to think about what the internet offers us as Christians. Mm -hmm. Because a big church is considered to be a thousand people. Mm -hmm. Right? Like that would yeah. be a pretty big church. Now, that's not a mega church or whatever. Yeah, but that's. But a even a mega church might be 
10,000 people would yeah. be like about the biggest mega churches. I don't know. But let's just say that. Okay. Well, in in just what we've done on shorts, like I've reached 5,000 people before mm-hmm. with the Instagram reel. Or yeah. I've reached, now yesterday I reached 2,300 people. Just on. Just on YouTube. Yeah. That's a big that's, That's a, a big huge group audience. Now, obviously, you're not giving them this super depth, you know, biblical message, but I don't think a mega church is doing that either. Yeah. To be perfectly honest. You're not able to have a full Bible study with them, but you're able to impart those little bits of truth. Exactly. Solid truth. With so many more people than you could do any other format, yes. to mm-hmm. be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we can take, so like take the idea it's hard with certain messages, like mm-hmm. the things that I've been that God's been giving me recently. I don't know how I would break that up. It's worth looking into. Mm-hmm. But if you could take a sermon, mm-hmm. and I don't mean sermon clips, that's great, yeah, and that gets it's some things, but people are a little turned off by mm-hmm. that. But if you could take your points, like say you preached on hope, and you could take your points and break them into little thirty minutes or thirty minutes, <laughs> thirty second segments, mm-hmm. and then put those out day after day. Mm-hmm. That would impact so many people and yeah. give you such this wide reach of just touching somebody's life a little bit here and a little bit there. And mm-hmm. it's going to go in front of people that aren't just Christians. Exactly. Which I think is really cool. So it's just been amazing to see the way that God works in something that is so simple. Yeah. Like I've definitely put a lot more thought and a lot more work into some of the other um, shorts and things that mm-hmm. we've done, short form content that we've yeah. done. But these have had such a wide and a broad reach mm-hmm. on YouTube that I never expected. Yeah. Like I was honestly shocked. Lord yesterday with the number of views and it's such a simple thing to do you have to check it out if you've not checked it out definitely go check them out Mm -hmm. but it's just it's just crazy to me how God works through these things the other thing is Mm -hmm. is that more shorts Mm -hmm. and video is going to be coming soon because of one thing that happened this week is that I won some money at work through a giveaway so that yeah. we had a safety thing and uh, your everybody's name gets put in a thing and they give out you know some gift cards. Mm-hmm. And sadly, I didn't win the big one. <laughs> but still, I'm thankful. I'm just joking. But still, God's still good. Well, all the time. <laughs> all the time. But I won a smaller amount of money, but it's enough money to pretty much buy the piece of equipment that we've been wanting mm-hmm. to enable to step into a video podcast yeah. format. It's going to be weird yeah. to step into that realm. But the cool thing about that mm-hmm. is that I have so many plans. I don't know how it would work on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But on the other podcast, you know, you have the point-by-point teaching. Mm-hmm. So on More God, Less Me, there are still breakpoints. And so, like, you could have that moment that mm-hmm. you you have the full podcast up, but then you have the clip, and it's yeah. just about that subject. Or especially God Notes mm-hmm. is I'm going through, you know, anywhere between four and ten specific subjects yeah i'll break every single one of those out into their own subject Mm -hmm. and just title them whatever i titled that note you're gonna make my job so much harder but those are all (laughs) but those aren't shorts so some of those are just full-length youtube videos so that's all on me anyways but but my job's still gonna get harder we're gonna be doing (laughs) a lot more work but thank you god well that's the thing is like eventually we just hand this off to somebody else (laughs) we're just on-air talent that's what we're working towards praise god hallelujah the new televangelists. <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't even... But yeah, so we came into this and we're going to be able to start expanding, basically. Yes, yeah, so we're going to be able to... Because like what... Like, you feel blessed. 
Like, I could go spend this money on a number of things. Yeah. But, it's like, I can buy a piece of equipment. It's not a crazy amount of money. But I could buy, I can go buy this piece of equipment mm-hmm. that we've wanted. Yeah. And be able to do more through this ministry, mm-hmm. which is exactly what I feel like we should be doing yeah. with our resources. So, here we go. Yeah. So, keep us in your prayers and look out for more stuff. Yeah. I don't know when I'm actually going to pull the trigger. We're... We're like $50 short of what that piece of equipment is, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping maybe I can find a used one and then buy that, yeah. and then it's just the full amount of the gift card that I got. So, But either way, it's a blessing, and I just thought it was really cool mm-hmm. to share how we're going to be able to do more and exciting things. Yeah, God's good. It's amazing the week that we've had. I know. It's and we had not even had to get into the crazy situation oh with the bathroom. That'll I don't probably even be, want to talk about that yet. I was going to say, that'll probably be something about next week because we're going to get even more details. Let's yeah. just say that... That project is a new adventure every single time people come and look at the house. Yeah. It's amazing how you can have a different person tell you something different every single thing you'll see time they show up, and it never gets better. It just gets worse and worse and worse and worse, but praise God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. There is insurance, and we don't have to put all this out out of pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is why your mortgage company requires you to pay them the insurance yeah. money so that they can pay your insurer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why yeah. they do that. So that way when these things happen, then it's like it's they're not. It's just done and they're not on the hook for a house that's falling apart. Yep. But anyways, we hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. We will be back on Monday Woo-woo. with the God Notes podcast mm-hmm. talking more about Moses. <laughs> He's my spirit. Uh, biblical figure. I don't like to use character. So biblical yeah. figure right now. He's the one that I'm most in tune with studying and trying to understand. Mm-hmm. But we'll yeah. be back for that podcast then. And then, of course, we're trying yeah. to post the shorts every day. Yes. We do have the backlog created yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Recorded more today. Yep. So you can follow content. You can have new content coming to you every single day from the more God, less me, network. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. But until all that stuff, we got, hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And God, God bless. bless.